0: Mardia Umar. Welcome to Nigeria Daily. So after more than a decade of gathering dust, the Orsses report have finally seen the light of the day. Some have described this move as this administration threatening where all the past government feared. So the implementation like most people already know involves merging subsuming and scrapping agencies with similar functions. But their fears, which some expressed in the past as a major bottleneck that prevented previous administration from implementing the RSA report, such as job loss or head boy, becoming a class monitor, as some has described. Well, Haji Hadiza bala Usman, special advisor to the president on policy coordination, in an interview with TVC, said there will not be job loss. But what do Nigerians have to say about this development? Take a listen. Uh,
1: somehow, I think the understanding of the original report is that there are so many agencies that have been duplicated that are doing the same thing. Uh, for example, and I, and I say it, uh, what is the role of AFCC? What is the role of ICPC? Generally, they're doing the same thing, and if they're doing the same thing, uh, why can't they work together as one agency that is very strong and powerful that have resources? This is
0: actually affecting our economy because each um department, each agency, there is always an allocation from the budget, and at the end of the year, you know, you won't see anything they are using this money to do. You also in fact, most cases, some of these um. They are moribund. They are just there, just to assist somebody there, probably to favour one particular uh, ally or uh, just to make sure that somebody gets something. Uh, it's good because
1: the federal government will, serve, will save about 240 something billion, based on what I read from Oransui reports. And those are the
0: voices of Nigerians reacting to the president directing that the Oransui report be implemented. At this point, let's go on a quick break. Do not worry, I will be right back to stay. You're welcome back. You're still listening to Nigeria Daily. Thank you so much for staying. At this point in time, let's have a conversation around this report. Like I said before, their fears which some expressed in the past as a major bottleneck that prevented previous administration from implementing this report. And some of them could be job loss or, you know, other issues. We're being joined by someone who I call a veteran journalist, a reformer, a regulator, and an administrator, who's part of the initial stage of comporting this report. As a matter of fact, technical aspect of the report.
1: Thank you very much.
0: All right, so please do us the, the honors of introducing yourself. I know you, but our audience do not know no, you.
1: Certainly. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, certainly. You're not wrong by asking me to introduce myself. Uh, my humble name is Gerba Bello Kankarufi. I'm from Kano City, and I started a work from NBC in 1974 under Dr. Christopher Kolade as a salesman, though. And then later... Uh, we were given opportunities to grow. I was invited to be the regulator in advertising uh, profession in Nigeria. Mm. I'm a victim of Oransegy Panel.
0: Interesting. In, in
1: in the technical sense. All right. <clears throat> Let me give you a small history. In 2006 February, uh, the then President Olusegun Obasanjo threw out he threw us out of funding at that time call advertising practitioners council of nigeria
0: that is apcon
1: apcon at mm-hmm. that time many believed they believe that we are either a private company or something because the practitioners involved in our name suggested that we are probably a group of interested parties practicing advertise which is not
0: was it a part of implementation of the Orosanayu no report? the man just
1: uh, realized that uh, we we are regulating the advertising industry involving AAA
0: <coughs> So, that, do you that think that no harm. that would not happen? Because right now, CPU, ICPC, EFCC are yeah. being merged. So, some people have argued that if this implementation would have happened before some of these appointments were made, then we wouldn't have the issue of a head boy becoming the class prefect or demotion, as some people would think it.
1: Look, in all, in all aspects of life, you can see this reform as probably the good, the bad, and the ugly. Naturally, the reform itself is good. The implementation is another. Number three, like I said, government didn't bother to go and look into the establishment laws that established the various, and it's huge. Now, some, I don't think there is anything to to lose, because uh, your status, except where, probably uh, only one chief executive is required. And then others who lose, of course, naturally, DGs who lose. They become either directors or deputy director, or no, or, or deputy <laughs> directors general. I believe that for this to happen, the current head of service must have thought about it. She wouldn't have presented it as a memo for it to be accepted by the executive council meeting. And I can tell you without being um, too sentimental, that this... Uh, our current head of staff, we know what she's doing. She's brilliant. Hmm. Of course, naturally, we cannot favor everybody. I would still expect uh, some little time. They gave about twelve weeks yes, for, 12 for weeks. implementation. Yes, the government can play along. Why it is okay? I do not see why we have EFCC, ICPC, Keny Keny Keny, all of that. That is why cases are not being treated fairly. Three different organs are charging you to court. And uh, there are some issues in law which are not common to our understanding as laymen, the issue of fairness, bias, and even the issue of investigation. A lot of these guys mess up good cases through wrongful investigation and processes. Um, NTA, FRC, and Y are more familiar with their home. I don't think there is anything to worry about. They're still under the same minister, except NBC has gone under... Uh, NCC, I guess, and NCC is also going under another. So, of course, some people will not be happy, naturally, but for the good of the country, for the good of conserving money and resources, the less the better. The more CEOs you have, the more demand issues that are not necessary. Uh, People like where I came from, we survived and we can still survive, Mm. but our laws must empower us to do proper regulators. Okay. Uh, so. The MBC has lost out through a case, mm. but it is because they didn't. They didn't do their assignments well. I saw the code even during my time. I warned. I said that code they are trying to to pass. Most of the powers are already embedded in the APCO law. So why duplicate? And they didn't listen. Even though we are colleagues, or so they were right to reject. If the proper committee is set up by government now, we can achieve 70 to 80% success. Of course, it's not possible to achieve 100%. It's not possible.
0: Okay, so I will let you go without asking this question. To the layman on the street, a lot of people are going to lose their job because... We have a headquarter of the ICPC in Abuja here. We have EFCC. We have CPU. We have lots of people working in this building. We know that some ministries or organizations or agencies will move from Abuja maybe to other parts of the country. But are people going to lose their job from your experience and from what you've said so far on this issue?
1: I think these decisions quite rest on the president and his team. Uh, From what we heard from you media people, it was said the president directed nobody should lose his job hmm. and even during uh Angeles period we CEOs were told categorically clear the only person who lose the job when there is a case against him and confirmed for infractions stealing misconduct but government has said and I'm I'm telling you what I read in the papers that government has directed nobody should lose his job meanwhile, Government is battling to employ more people into the system. Private sector, I encouraged as much as possible to absorb more unemployed youth. There are people with PhD who are still unemployed. Uh, I can say with certainty some of the reforms in the previous administration didn't work. Mm. Uh, Like the role of the CBN and the NISAL and the rest of it. They only corner those goodies for themselves, not for the masses because I was into farming when I retired. So with this implementation of this report now, do you think that some of these reforms will work? Absolutely. I'm telling you, if, if look, I, I think for me personally, I'm not looking for a job. <laughs> i am already worked uh, by, by, by my years of service. For anybody to, during the man who even did the reform, couldn't even implement it. Even the man who took over, even the man that we believed is a general, is a soldier, is brave, is straight, after looking at the pro and cons of the thing, he didn't bother to delve into it. He shied away from implementing it. So, for the turnover administration to honestly uh, face this, 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 like, this, the Northwick, for them to even yes yeah, say let's try it, is better than not trying at all.
0: Do you think they're going to succeed?
1: I believe so. I'm a I'm a, I'm a optimist, not a pessimist. Hmm. I believe it will do that because you see, if if they are not prepared to do it. They couldn't have taken it to council, deliberated, because all the ministers are not silly. They're not not novices. All of them are self-made people. If they're not too sure of your success, they will not dare, because eventually some of them will go back to their constituencies. And don't forget, three years is just a short period of time in a life, lifetime. In the next three years, all this this talk will end. They will go for re-election, including members of the National Assembly.
0: All right, I wish we had... I,
1: I, I believe it will work.
0: I wish we have more time to talk about uh, this reform, but unfortunately, we just have limited time. But I'm very, very overwhelmed. I'm happy that I'm speaking to a veteran journalist and we've be able to get an insight of what this reform well, Let is me
1: correct is you. I'm a trained journalist, but I'm a marketer <laughs> and a regulator now. So okay. <laughs> I've I abandoned my field.
0: I think I will just <laughs> stay with the cap that says you're a veteran journalist. Yeah, so that's, that's what I will stay with. Thank you so much for... Your contribution. It's on. a pleasure
1: to be here. It's a Thank pleasure. You.
0: Well, that was the voice of al Haji Garbakan Karofi. Like I said, I call him a veteran journalist, a reformer, a regulator, and an administrator. And that brings us to the end of Nigeria Daily for today. Remember that if you missed any part of this podcast, all you have to do is log on to our website, which is dailytrust.com.ng or trustradio.com.ng and be part of the program and get all of the details concerning your Rossini's report. My name is Martia Umar. Until I come your way again, be safe.